Hello, this is Ruin Willow, and you are listening to the Oh Fuck Yeah with Ruin Willow podcast, where I talk about all things related to sexual health and sexuality, including erotica that I write and read for others, sex tips, interviews of erotica authors and people who are experts in the field of sexuality and sexual health. So if you're under 18, it's time to leave the podcast now. This is not for you. This is for adults only. Now today, I'm really excited about what I'm going to talk about. I am going to talk about, hey men, want to be a better lover? And women can listen too. A lot of these things could apply to them as well, but I am focusing on the male individual people with penises, men, how to be a better lover, romance and sex tips to be a better lover, to have a better sexual experience with your partner. Now, it's a pretty simple recipe, a pretty simple recipe to wow. There are four things that I want to mention that are the simple recipe to wow. Number one, give her your undivided attention. Yes, definitely. And I'm going to expand on each of these, but first I want to mention them. Two, read her reactions. Look at her. Watch her. See how she reacts. Communicate. So many ways to communicate. We'll get into that as well. And consent. Always consent. Never assume that she is the same every day. Never assume that you think that she wants something if she has not communicated that. Okay, so (laughs) this is going to be a really fun talk. I'm excited about this. So giving her your undivided attention. Take some time just to devote to her. Maybe go on dates, spend time with her even at home, snuggling, pulling her close. This also goes into touch, the importance of touch, always touching your partner. If your partner comes up to snuggle them, make sure you welcome them and cuddle them, touch them. Make sure you're touching every day. And it doesn't have to always be a sexual touch. It could be a touch on the arm, a touch on the face, hair. Hair is a very erogenous zone. For me, it's a very erogenous zone. And for many people, it is. Just pay attention to her. Give her your undivided attention for every day at some point. The more, the better, really. (laughs) Do things that she wants to do. Obviously, you'll do things that you want to do too, but... Make her feel important that you want to do what she wants to do. Not that you have to do everything that she wants to do, but pick some things and give her your full attention. Spontaneity, the importance of spontaneity, giving her your undivided attention. All of a sudden, you know, spontaneity is great because it conveys passion. I want you right now. You're the most important thing. I don't care about anything else. I want to spend time with you. I want to make love to you. I want to 
make you feel amazing. You are my focus. I don't care about work. I don't care about kids. I don't care about obligations. I don't care about housework. I care about you. Undivided attention. That is so important. Reading reactions. Okay, this is so important, especially in sex. You need to be looking at her. Look at those facial expressions she makes, those sounds she makes. If she doesn't make sound, which women, you need to make sound. I know there's a lot of women that are fearful of making sound or they just feel weird or whatever, but make sound and don't fake it because if you fake it, they're going to keep doing the wrong thing, right? So your communication could be simply a moan. It could be an increased moan. It could be a sigh. It could be words. It could be yes, 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 yes. It could be dirty talk. Fuck me. Just say something. Make sounds. And he needs to pay attention to those words. And really, even if she's just silent, watch her face. Our facial expressions are so expressive. We can make an expression with just a very, very small, delicate movement of our face, and it can convey an awful lot of information. So when you're fucking, watch how she reacts. If you touch her clit, what does she do? If you do less pressure, what does she do? If you do more pressure, what does she do? Just read her. And this brings up the point of talking about the clit. Okay, Make sure you understand the female body and how it works, how the clitoris works, the G-spot, the fact that women come and they can produce a fluid. Many women do produce a fluid when they do come. The clit is a huge organ. Everybody thinks it's tiny, but it's really not. It's just the part on the outside is tiny. It's it actually is a very large organ that is a little bit on the outside. That's the little bean that everybody likes to talk about, the button. <laughs> and it's highly sensitive, but it's a large organ that actually goes inside the woman's body as well. And it goes around her vagina. And when the, when the woman comes, when she climaxes, this organ causes the contractions of the vagina. And this is what causes those lovely convulsions and squeezes of the cock inside or the toy inside of the woman. And so it will contract and kind of um, squeeze or tug whatever is inside that vagina. So <laughs> and it's very, very enjoyable for both the man and the woman, the, man, the person with the penis. Okay. But this being said, not every woman likes the same amount of clit pressure. Some like very delicate pressure, some like medium pressure, and some like really strong pressure. I'm a clit junkie. I admit that. <laughs> I need my clit pressure in order to come. I cannot come from G-spot stimulation alone. I need my clit involved or I will not come. And I can come from clit stimulation alone. I don't even need the G-spot. But you got to watch her. And Really watch her face when you are playing with her. Play with her. Play with her pussy. Play with her clit. Do soft. Do strong. Do circular clockwise motion. Press it with your thumb. Eat her out. Do all kinds of different things with your mouth. And for sure, suck it. <laughs> for sure, suck it. Okay, and realize that 
One thing for women, especially also in the area of nipples, we can feel differently different times of the month. Sometimes our nipples may be more sensitive, extra sensitive, other times less. And this has a lot to do with hormones and how we're feeling. So you still got to read her, even if you've had sex with her for years. Still read her because it changes. And for women, our bodies do change throughout the month, especially with the menstruation cycle. And even after, I'm sure, when in menopause, the body is just, it's not the same every day. And this is why it's important to read her every time. Don't be like, oh, well, last week I did this. So I'm going to do it again. If you see any kind of flicker of her not liking something or really liking something, change what you're doing. Really focus on her pleasure and she will focus on yours. I am sure she will reciprocate. So you can't always know unless you look at her. If you're using a sex toy on her, watch her reactions, watch her body. What does her body do? Does it move? Does it gyrate more when you do certain things? Does she get goosebumps? Does she sigh? Does she writhe? Does her back arch? Do her nipples harden? What is happening with her? It's like a constant changing kaleidoscope. Watch the beauty of her and how she's changing in the kaleidoscope of her sexuality, her sexual experience. And you can cater to her. And as you do this, it's going to heighten both of your experiences. It's going to build intimacy. That is something everybody wants, right? So this is an intimacy-building thing to be watching her and reacting to her and not just assuming, okay, and and not rushing. Let's just get this done. Let's get you to come. We got to go do other things. Make time. Make time. This is what is important. Many women love G-spot stimulation in addition to the clit. There is, I think I've read... There is a small portion of women who can come just from G-spot stimulation alone, but it isn't as high as it is from clit stimulation. So that's an interesting thing to think about when you're having sex, to not ignore the clit during intercourse. Pay attention to it, or if you want to pay attention to it before or after your climax, I think that, you know, it's really nice to never minimize her orgasms. It needs to always be in the forefront of your mind that at some way she needs to climax, unless you've talked about this beforehand. Like there may be some times where couples would say, you know, okay, I'm okay if I don't come this time. You want to do whatever particular act, and I know I'm not going to come from that. If, if her expectations are set up with that and Maybe next time it's her or later in the day her her climax is important or is focused on. Just make sure that expectations are set and that they are met. So don't just assume that, okay, well, I'm just going to come and screw her. She doesn't come. Oh, well. No, 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 no. That's that's really sad. This is a, a partnership. You both need to come. And you both need to come. Unless, like I said, you have a set up expectation of in this particular act, I am not going to come. That is realizing expectations and fulfilling them. And of course, you want it to be good, right? So that's going to make it good. If you communicate, that is my next topic. Oh, one more mention here. 
on reading her reactions. Foreplay. Foreplay, foreplay, foreplay. Do lots of foreplay. Many women I've read can take up to 20 minutes to climax. So if you dive right in and and start doing intercourse right away, she's not going to come. She's just not. There are so many erogenous zones all over the body. Build her up. Be romantic. Touch her. In spots that aren't sexual organs, and definitely in spots that are. Oh, the other thing I really want to mention, this always blows me away. Did you know that there are 8,000 nerve endings to the clitoris? 8,000. And it is the only organ in the entire human anatomy that is sole purpose is for pleasure. It does nothing else. <laughs> it literally does nothing else. And is the only organ in the human anatomy that sole purpose is just for enjoyment. So use that. It was created for enjoyment. You got to do it. And the penis only has 4,000. So women actually have double the nerve endings to their sexual organs that men do. So think about that for a moment and think about how high she can get and how many times women can do multiple orgasms. That's the other thing I should really talk about here. Women can climax over and over again. Men may need their refractory period. Some men don't, but women can climax high as, I don't even know, I've, I've never heard the highest, but personally, I've reached 21 in one day. <laughs> I'm serious. You, the female body is amazing. We can continue to climax over and over and over again. And there are different types of orgasms. But that's going to have to be a topic for another podcast because I need to move on to the next topic. You could talk about orgasms for a really long time. <laughs> there are so many different types. Okay, communicate. Got to communicate. Whether you talk, whether you make a list, and if it's the case where one of you doesn't like talking about sex or you're uncomfortable or shy, or you just don't want to do it, you know, you can email, you could text. You could record an audio and send it to your lover, but make sure you are talking. If you don't talk about what you like or don't like, how are they going to know? You can't read each other's minds. Yes, you can read reactions. Yes, you can read their body, but you really do not know what they are thinking unless it is fully spoken. So that being said, part of reading her reactions is listening to what she has to say about sex. What does she like? What doesn't she like? Some couples will make a list of things that they really want to do, things that they are interested in or curious about or maybe want to try, things they are unsure about. And really, it comes down to needing a lot of trust to try new sexual things. So that is inherent or a good sexual and romantic relationship. Trust. Build that trust in different ways. And every day, build that trust. You need that trust for a good sexual experience in order to feel comfortable to come. What makes me sad when I hear of women who have gone for years without climaxing, not realizing 
what they're missing or what there is more there to feel, they have so much more to feel. And I feel like they're missing out on a huge portion of life. Sometimes I wonder if that's why some women don't want to have sex. Because maybe they haven't climaxed or maybe they haven't been put first during sex. Maybe they haven't been pleasured the way that their body needs in order to come. So they play with them, play with their bodies (laughs) and really just have fun with it. I did an interview, it's on my website, of three different doms and they are, all three of them were natural doms. They just, that's the way they're born. That's the way they are. And the key thing that all three of them said was communication. You need to communicate. And that I thought was very, very interesting that that was the top thing for all three of them. A lot of people have the wrong opinion of dom-sub relationships, but communication is the absolute core, paramount piece to relationships. And all three of them stress that. If you want to read that interview, it's a very interesting interview. Um, It's on my website. I can put the link down in the podcast notes too, in case you want to read that. It is very, very interesting. They all voluntarily agreed to be in the interview and I gave them the questions and they gave me answers. So they fully gave me their real thoughts, their real life experiences anonymously, of course. We'll be back after a quick break. This episode is brought to you by the Spring Cleaning Champions, Manscaped. This season, make sure the man in your life grooms his carpets and his drapes with the leaders in below-the-waist grooming. Have him clear out that winter bush with Manscaped's Lawnmower 5.0 and watch his confidence bloom like the springtime flowers. Embrace the season and have him join the 10 million men worldwide who trust Manscaped with our special offer. Go to manscaped.com and use code RUIN. You have to use my new code RUIN, R-U-A-N, for the 20% off and free shipping. Have you ever been doing some oral pleasure and got some hairs in your mouth or your teeth? Well, (laughs) Manscaped can help with that. Try being clean shaven for spring cleaning. After he uses Manscaped, you can say, "Hmm, let's get some busy with some spring fever in the bedroom. Try out Lawn Mower 5.0 Ultra. It is an amazing trimmer that features two interchangeable heads, one for taking a little off the top and the new foil blade to go smooth. If you want to go smooth for spring cleaning, make sure you try out Manscaped products. Bring on those smooth skin sexy slaps in the bedroom. And how do you do that? Use Manscaped products to shave clean down in your pubic area. Get 20% off and free shipping with the code RUIN. You have to use my new code RUIN, R-U-A-N, all caps at manscaped.com. That's 20% off and free shipping with code RUIN at manscaped.com. Nothing like a little spring cleaning in his pants, right? In your pants if you're a man. (laughs) Spring clean your groin area. Try smooth. Try it with Manscaped. Now, I would like to mention that recently I've had two podcasts where 
I talk to experts and people who are experts in the field of sexual health and sexuality. And the first one I'd like to mention is episode 91 with the sex therapist, sex educator, erotica author, and sexuality writer, Dr. J. In episode 91, she gives so much good information about having a good sexual experience for both partners. And she's creating this amazing guide that will be out in the spring. And I'm going to have her back on the podcast to talk about that once it goes live. But she's creating it with another sexual health expert. And so it's supposed to help couples and it is going to be highly customizable to what the couple needs. Listen to her podcast if you haven't. It's very eye-opening. It is absolutely amazing. She's She's got a huge wealth of sexual and relationship information in her. She's worked her entire life in this topic, in family life and marriage and couples and sex, sexuality. And it's just an amazing interview. You've got to listen to it. The other one that is really amazing that I recently had was Isabella Frappier. Now, Isabella is a person who is like a life coach, and she helps people have more pleasure in their lives. She guides people in sexual experiences as well as in other areas of their life. But she is a huge promoter of sexuality and sexual health and filling oneself up with good stuff so that they can, a person can live a life that is full and coming from a place that is good. Now, this is episode 94. It's entitled Sexuality, Orgasm, and Pleasure. She is an expert and she is the Sex Magic podcast host, one of them. There are several of them. So that is another one. And she talks an awful lot about science, the science of sex. And you know what? It really is science. When you think about it, it's our bodies and it's our brain chemicals, it's dopamine, it's oxytocin. All these science nerdy things are <laughs> sex is science, basically. You, you, you react, our bodies are reacting, there's neurons firing. It's just this big, huge myriad that all fits together to create our sexuality, our brains, our bodies, our thoughts, our fantasies, and our experiences, our past experiences, our wants, our desires, our passion, what we ate for breakfast. I mean, it's just like everything. <laughs> the other thing I want to talk about is fantasies. I'm reading this amazing book by Justin J. Lay Miller. It's called Tell Me What You Want. And he did this giant study in the United States. I think it was about 4,000 people. And it was all about fantasies and the common fantasies that people have. You can't really call something normal because what is normal? But he came up with many common fantasies that people have. And it's just a fascinating book. I'm not even all the way through it yet. But he talks about common fantasies. And he explains them and he dresses them and even talks about the origins of them. But one thing that he really focuses on too, which I really, I just want to convey this to people. Just because you fantasize about something, it doesn't mean that you really want to do that act in real life. Sometimes a fantasy is better as a fantasy. The fantasy creates a safe bubble in which to safely enjoy and use that fantasy. And I do mean use. Use it to get off. Use it to climax. Use it to 
bring your body to the highest sexual heights it can. Maybe you do want to try out this fantasy someday. Maybe you don't, and that's okay. And don't assume just because your partner has a fantasy that they actually want you to do that to them. This goes back to communication. What do you want to try? What does your partner want to try? If you don't talk about it, how's anybody going to know? You can't assume. For instance, uh, BDSM. Someone may be really into that and love to watch porn of it or just play around with the toys of it, but may not want to go fully into it, but may enjoy the topic of it or watching it or masturbating to it. It doesn't mean necessarily just because they like it that they want to do that act. And don't fetish shame. I mean, I just found it very interesting. All I'm not going to spill the whole contents of his book, but how common fantasies were often taboo. They may be multiple partner, even though the partner even though the couple is in a monogamous relationship. Don't fantasy shame. Just because your partner has a fantasy about something doesn't mean that they're going to go out and do that. It doesn't mean they're going to go cheat on you just because they think a threesome is hot. Don't assume that. Maybe you both do want to explore that. That would be up to you as a couple. And again, that goes back to the communication. Fulfilling fantasies is about communication, But it's also about respecting each other's boundaries. If one person has an extreme aversion to a certain act, don't ever force them to do it. That's, that goes back to consent. And that is my final thing on my little pretty simple recipe to wow list. Consent. Always consent. Do not do anything that your partner is turned off by. You're going to do so much damage if you try to push something through that your partner doesn't want to do. And just because your partner, again, this goes back to just because your partner has a fantasy about something doesn't mean that they want you to do that to them. I love the discussion I have with Isabella because we talk about trauma. We talk about abuse and how a person could break through that and possibly find sexual enjoyment in BDSM after going through that. And I just think that that was was an amazing discussion. So you should really go back and listen to that if you are in that type of situation. We also talked a lot about shame how shame can play a a huge role in our sexuality and how we can get rid of that shame. You know, it could be shame for having a certain fantasy or a desire and how how to get rid of that, get past that and get to the actual sexual pleasure. Oh, there's just so much good stuff in both those interviews. I've learned so much from talking to both of those women. They're just stellar. They're amazing. I really love the idea, too. We t- I talked about this with Jack, Dr. J about using erotica in relationships for couples. Listen to erotica together. Maybe you sit on the couch and listen. Maybe you even make love or do foreplay while you're listening to an erotic audiobook. So much can be done there. You can open up windows just by listening. It could talk to each other. Hey, what'd you think about that part? Would you ever want to try that? But still, again, we have to respect each other's boundaries. If someone says no, move on. 
Having a partner does not mean that they're going to do every sexual desire that you have. And you're not going to have the same sexual desires. There's no two people that are the same that are going to have the exact same sexual desires. And do not get mad at your partner for having sexual desires or fantasies that you don't like. We're all different. We can't be the same. And if we were, it'd be pretty damn boring, wouldn't it? <laughs> well, I hope you've enjoyed this talk. I want to highlight again the the four things or a pretty simple recipe to wow. Tips for better sex. Want to have better sex? Want to be a better lover? Give her your undivided attention. Read her reactions, whether it be verbal or nonverbal. Communicate. Talk. Listen, make lists, email, text, nonverbals, and verbals. And for Pete's sake, make noise in sex. I did a podcast episode about why women should make sound during sex. Okay, making sounds during sex to enhance your sexuality and intimacy. That was back at episode seven. And the last one is consent. And the other thing I want to mention um, is being open to trying new things that will make you a better lover too in sex toys. Do not be afraid of sex toys. Sex toys are an enhancement for both people or multiple people. If you're with multiple people in your sexual relationship or experience or encounter, Sex toys are never a replacement for someone. They are an enhancement. You can never replace a person with a toy. And I love, I'm going to quote Isabella on this one. Okay, so you're going to make a table, right? You can make a table out of wood, a wooden table. You would never go at that project with just your hands only. You wouldn't be able to make the table, would you? You need tools. Sex toys are tools to help heighten her sexual experience, to heighten men's sexual experiences, people with penises. It's about experiencing and heightening and achieving climax. There is no replacement. You can use sex toys in foreplay and then put them aside. You could use them to get someone to climax who maybe hadn't climaxed during the actual sex. You can use them afterwards if someone wants to continue the fun and the other one is unable to. And the other way I love sex toys, they are great for people who are unable to perform sex. If you are unable to perform sex, you may be able to hold a sex toy. You may be able to move a sex toy around and press it to your partner. It's just a great tool to help enhance sexuality and sexual experience, sexual health for both partners. Never be scared of them. They are just, they're fabulous. And they help women learn their bodies. If a woman has maybe never climaxed or doesn't know as much about her body, it's also very valuable for her to spend some time alone using that sex toy to help learn her body in a non-threatening environment where she can play and explore on her own. For women who are very hesitant, I often suggest starting with a wand, a simple wand that looks like a microphone, basically, and it can be used on multiple parts of the body. So you could start using it for muscles in the arm or the back and maybe slowly move it towards sexual organs and using it in the bedroom. But 
try it. There's so many out in the market. It's just absolutely mind-blowing. I think I have like over 30 sex toys. So I kind of consider myself an expert in the sex toy department. I have certain ones that I absolutely love. And I have done podcast episodes reviewing some of them. Of course, I love the clit suckers because I said earlier, I am a clit junkie. Yes, baby, I am. Well, I want to thank you for listening to this sex tips and romance tips, how to be a, want to be a better lover. (laughs) We can all do it. We can all get better. And it's not an insult. It is just making it better because better is good. Better is better. Let's just face it. We want to have good sex. We're alive now. We are alive. We need to enjoy our bodies and our lives to the max. And that includes in sexual ways, our sexuality. We need to experience and we need to have sex. We need to fuck while we're alive because we are and we need to enjoy and we need to do it while we can. Obviously, within the constraints and boundaries of your current situation, your partner and you may have boundaries, but make sure you just have sex and enjoy each other because you are alive. All right. I want to thank you so much for listening to this. I have a new book out that I'm going to talk about, Magic and Her Kisses. It is an age gap, woman loving woman, lesbian type story, where there is an age gap in the couple, where it's a professor and a college student. So it's a very delicious story. Starts out pretty hardcore with sex and it evolves into this amazing sweet, caring, loving romance. So the book is full of sex and it's full of romance. It's called Magic and Her Kisses. The paperback is out right now and the ebook is coming. And also it will be an audio book at some point that I am narrating with amateur porn star Leilani Lay. She is going to be Maddie and I'm going to be Alicia in the book. I have other books on Amazon and also all of my audio books that I have narrated for other erotica authors also are on Amazon. I also have codes for those. So if you ever want to try one out, I have them for free audiobooks in, they work in the UK and the United States. And I also have my website, ruinwillowauthor.com. I have a Patreon, Ruin Willow, and I offer specialized, customized audios there. And I include exclusives that I don't have anywhere else and audios and erotica. I will put my links down in the podcast notes, my link tree that has all of my links. And I'm on social media. Come find me and talk to me. Please follow my podcast. Rate me, give me a comment. I love to hear of hear from you. I'm really excited today because when I checked my stats today, I found that I ranked in 17 countries. That is so exciting to me. Thank you for listening. The new countries I saw were Finland and Ghana. So that is so exciting to me. I I should, let me go in and let me read the other. I don't have all of them because I'd have to log in. But let's see, where is it? Okay. My report today I ranked in the United States, Canada, United Kingdom, Ghana, Senegal, Finland, and nine more countries that aren't listed because I only get the top six in my email. But <laughs> And I get that from, let's see, what is his name? It's a pod status. He's a great little site that will update me 
daily on where I am ranking in Apple Podcasts. And it's just very helpful and fun for me to see in all the different countries. Ooh, that makes me think I want to look at that too. Let's look at that real quick. See how many countries I've now reached. I love, love that I am just reaching people all around the world. It is so amazing to me and special and just really, really amazing and exciting. Okay, I have reached 187 countries worldwide with my podcast. That blows my mind. It is amazing. Thank you for listening. I'm so excited you're here and I have so much more to do so much more to talk about. I have two exciting interviews coming up. One is with an erotica author and the other, or two erotica authors actually. And the other one is an erotica author and sexuality blogger. And she created an award-winning sex toy. I cannot wait to talk with her about that. So that is coming down the pike soon on the podcast. And we get to learn about her process of how did she create a sex toy? Why did she do it? And how did it become award-winning? How exciting is that? Okay, I want to thank you for listening. And as always, I hope you have a sexy fucking day. Oh, fuck yeah. Love ya. Oh, and by the way, I have a new audiobook that will be out in a few weeks called Passion to Seduce. It's a lesbian age gap story that I narrated with, you guessed it, amateur porn star Leilani Lay. She is the older female in the story, and I am the younger one. Well, thank you for listening, and I hope you enjoyed this podcast and enjoy your day. Love ya. Ready for some spring cleaning of your beard and groin hairs? Try out Manscaped products where you can get 20% off with my new code RUIN, R-U-A-N, to get 20% off and free shipping. In order to get the discount, use the promo code RUIN, R-U-A-N, to do that spring cleaning to get yourself ready for sexy times. Heat up your spring with a new shave, a new trim. Perhaps try going bare. Get more skin smacks in the bedroom, if you know what I mean.